Hello, my name is Michael D'Angelo. Welcome to Let This Mind Be In You, or if you're a return listener, welcome back. This is a ministry founded on proclaiming the gospel to the lost and exhorting Christians to remember that we have the mind of Christ, so let this mind be in you. Please make sure to like, share, and subscribe with all of your friends and family. And if you'd like to reach me, you can reach me at ltmbiy at yahoo.com. That's ltmbiy at yahoo.com. I also have a Facebook page. You can find that at Let This Mind Be In You Ministries. Just search for that. Also, you can find us on YouTube at Let This Mind Be In You. Hello and welcome back to Let This Mind Be In You. I'm Brother Michael D'Angelo. And tonight we're going to be joined in studio live with Brother Aaron Clark. Uh, he's been on the on the uh, broadcast before and tonight he's joining us again to talk about First Timothy chapter 5, speaking about elders. And so join me now for this previously recorded podcast already in session. that one here. So uh, we are live or should be on both Facebook and YouTube. Um, However, uh, if you're not seeing me on Facebook, I apologize. I'm not sure what's going on here. Um, So we're into, I see my mom is already on YouTube. Hello, mom. And I don't know what's going on with, with the, uh, (laughs) with the Facebook post. So I, I don't know. And if anybody can kind of give me a kind of an idea of what's going on, if you see me, uh, go ahead and give me a, a thumbs up or something like that. Put a comment in there and see if we can check that out. But I don't see anything going on right now. So it is what it is. Um, we always have technical difficulties here because I'm trying to produce and doing all these other kinds of things at the same time. Uh, but anyways, let's forget about all that right now. I know we're going out at least to YouTube so that's good. Um, I want to welcome you all here to another Thursday night here on Let This Mind Be In You. And of course, if you've seen the uh, the intro and you got to see that uh, we do have an in-guest studio, and that's going to be uh, Brother Aaron Clark, and I have him here again with me. Uh, <laughs> is, that the, uh, is that the applause I'm hearing? Yeah, uh, no, no, that was... Uh... <laughs> I'm, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to figure out where whether or not uh, yeah. My wife says she's not seeing us on Facebook, so I, this is why I don't understand. Take your time and get it going. Yeah, well, I, see, that's that's the weird thing that um, it should. I just be. invited a lot of people, so you probably ought to make their list. <laughs> it should be going right now. It should be. Um, into the studio, but I think maybe that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go live, confirm, go live. Yeah, I would just do it manually. Yeah, I just did it manually. Just force that bad boy. <laughs> that filth. Yeah, so hello. Okay, I'm sorry about that, it keeps happening. <laughs> <laughs> We're having all this. This is a, this is great fun here. So it seems like um, for for whatever reason, it didn't start us on Facebook in time. So if you're seeing us now, uh, say hello. Um, I really apologize about that. It's supposed to start automatically. We're live now, though. We are. Uh, <laughs> we are very very much alive now and live and in person here on Facebook. I don't know. That is the weirdest thing. It hasn't had that happen before, but. Um, it's We're up good. on Facebook. Yay. Well, at least now Kalisha can watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. 
It's up on Facebook now. She's saying, okay, well, hello to you, everybody. And again, this is just going to be, um, well, once we get all this stuff out of the way, we're going to be in the book of 1 Timothy tonight, 1 Timothy chapter 5, and we're going to be continuing on and looking at the term elders. Um, and just, you know, seeing what the Word of God has to say about that in context. And we're going to read through that here in just a moment. Uh, but again, with the uh, normal stuff that we do, ltmbiy at yahoo.com, if you want to reach me here, ltmbiy at yahoo.com. Um, if you, that's probably the quickest and, uh, way to reach me. And there is the slurp, uh, to my right here. That's okay. Um, so that's the quickest way to reach me. And you can also leave a comment, um, on both Facebook and YouTube at any point in time. And, um, he's doing this to test my professionalism (laughs) right now, (laughs) but, um, he's daring me to hit the mute button and and to dump him out here, but, uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to give into the flesh at this moment. But anyways, uh, but, uh, treat me as an elder, bro. I will. Am I older than you? By a few, by a few, like almost a year, I think I turned 40 this year. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I turned 40 (laughs) something this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but anyways, that's it and all the podcasting platforms. Okay, so let's get started because you guys know about that. If you've watched, if this is your first time watching, uh, we try to do this as many times as we can, whether through Skype or in in person. And I'm just fortunate enough to have my brother in Christ, uh, brother Aaron Clark, with me here today, uh, with me in studio. And so there he is. There's his lovely face. Hey now. Hey now. There he is. There I am. And so we're going to have him back on. We had him before, and as you notice there, sir. Let's give them one more view here. As you notice, we have a, a little bit of a more space than we did last time. Uh, it, yeah. Is that because we lost weight or is that because it's No, often? I gained weight. Oh. So that is not it. No, the, the uh, studio is a little bit larger. You got a nice little comfortable seat to sit in. Yeah. And, it is uh, much nicer to sit in here. Yeah. It, it was sardinish last time. That's a, that's a good way to put it, sardinish, because we were definitely stuffed in there. They at least have all the liquid to jiggle around in. We yeah. were dry. Well, and that's the thing, too. I think we could probably put two of those, uh, my studio in Pennsylvania, in here. At I least. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. What is this? A, is this a church we're going to worry about our buildings now? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no. <Is> that, <laughs> no. We're building our no, kingdom no, here? Is no, that what's going on? No, certainly not. <laughs> certainly not. Uh, hello to everybody um, that I'm seeing here. Uh, hey, Brother JT and Brother Daruna checking in there on More importantly, YouTube. you can see Mr. Dominic back here. Yeah, you see by Mr. Look Dominic. At, look at Mike's baby boy back there. Yeah, that's that was Where's the picture of mine? Did uh, we put it up? Did we put it up? Hey. There we go. That's my family. So that look is at that. yes. That's our newborn. That is Elliot and we're getting a chance to meet him for the first time down here. He's almost 4 months old, but he's like 3 and some change months old and that's Elliot there that uh, Miss uh Julie, sister Julie's holding there and that Right next to uh, her is, of course, Brother Aaron. And then that young man growing up more and more every day is Action Jackson. Jackson. Action Jackson. Action Jackson. Jack Jack, as yeah. Millie Grace would call him. Millie Grace does call him Jack Jack. And yeah. so they're having the time of their lives down here. Yeah, Jackson thinks he's in Disney World. Yeah. Because uh, of all the toys that your, boys, <laughs> your boy and your daughter have. And yeah. like the toy area, you have a cool, they have the coolest little play area in yeah. this house where they're renting. And uh, wish we could pan the camera out there. It'd be awesome to show them. Yeah, if we did, that but would, that would be, be cool. But the kids are serious. Like like Jackson, when we leave, there will be much shedding of tears. He is going to be, and and for my poor wife, when we go back home, and it's just her and him mm. for the first day. <laughs> oh man, 
She's going to be well, hands full. Well, and and you know that's uh, while there will be sorrow, you know, one day we won't ever have to depart each other's presence. That won't. That's something to really to think about. Wow, it? you got serious there. I, after I did. About the kids' I, plan, mercy. No, I'm just it, it because every time we're <laughs> you know we move or are away, and this is the first time we're seeing you guys in the flesh for um, it's been over a year. We, in the flesh. Well, right about in the a year time, um, about a year ago, we moved down here. Has so it been a year? I think April next okay. month it will be officially a year. Wow. So just under. So it feels a lot longer than that. I got to tell you, I agree. Feels a lot longer than that. Feels like you guys left in it like a long time ago, but everything's time flies, doesn't it? Quite a few things happened after we did leave. You know, um, do you think anybody listening cares about this part of the broadcast? I think so. Oh, I think so. At least our wives do. Think they're well. We're going to get made fun of. Your wife's going to label the first part of this as a bromance. In the first 10 minutes of the broadcast, they call it a bromance. You know that. Well, she needs to get right. And your poor mother. Is your mother watching? Love. Yes, is your mother watching? watching. Is she watching? You have this cult leader on, oh, yes, on the here. Cult leader. The cult leader of Hagerstown <laughs> on here. Hi, Miss Tina. We miss you and your husband. I, I, You can come visit us without your son and daughter being there. We'd love to have they didn't even your come husband to see us. come down and preach for us again sometime. That would be wonderful. That would be great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll pay for all of your expenses up to $10. If you come down and preach for us, so that's wow. that's an offer you can't refuse. Boy, what a what an offer! <laughs> well, I'm just I can only speak for the part that I would pay for. I my can't wife, speak for the whole body. And my wife says here on the the vamping part, I guess she says she loves this part. Oh well, it's your wife, and of it's course, brother. Yes, of course, our family would. It's brotherly love, and you do miss the morning show. You did tell me that, and oh, I, I I've yeah. missed on the radio. Yeah, yeah, I do miss that part of my old job. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, I, no, I don't want to go into that, but yeah, I do miss doing the radio. And you know, opportunity came up to do it again, but it was a secular station. Yeah, and uh, the material was not—I didn't have enough control of the show I would be doing. Right. So I don't really have any interest in talking about the world stuff. All that you know, I don't mind addressing topics, but addressing them biblically. But right, I don't want to spend three hours a day talking about politics. No, no, I don't really want to nobody spend three would. Minutes a day doing that. Yeah, exactly. So, well. And now that, uh, you know, we've kind of started venturing away from the uh, vamping portion. Um, and what you, is vamping? I've never heard of that word. I think it's an old term for just uh, shooting the breeze. Okay. I mean, we're just kind of just making small talk right now, yeah, I guess. Making, what, what, what would that be? The uh, niceties, hmm. modern radio lingo, the niceties language, the, the welcoming. Yeah, just a okay. little bit of an intro. Never heard of vamping. I thought maybe you were talking about smoking. Is, I, I was no, like, that's that's vaping. Yes, vaping. That's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, yeah. No. No. Nope. You don't have to do that screenshot ever again. I don't need any close-ups of the big <laughs> red over here. Let's just keep it at a distance. You know what I'm saying? Beard's looking beautiful, bro. Well, your wife put your wife get hooked Julie and I up in the bathroom. There's all kinds of these like high-end samples from her job. Oh yeah. Toiletries, and so I have some beard conditioner in tonight, and I do have to tell you, it is very soft. Well, I'm not gonna feel it. Well. I didn't invite you to, but I just wanted to tell you that it's very soft. Yes, but you're welcome to you're welcome to take a take a rub if you'd like. It's uh, it's very nice. I appreciate it. Maybe maybe later on you're on leaves. You get to grow one this week. Yeah, it's uh well, it's about a week's worth. So it's yeah, as Adam would tell us back home, you just kind of sneeze and you have a beard. <laughs> yeah, I don't have <laughs> trouble. squeeze one out. I do not have trouble growing yeah. that portion. All right. All right. So Are we going to get into First Timothy five tonight? Is that what we're doing? My dad just said on Facebook, "Get on with it already." Yeah, I see. That would be your dad. 
That would be your dad. He's like, I want to hear something from the Bible. I'm not interested. It, it's like a modern day sermon. This is all just this intro stuff, and it's mm-hmm. the person that wants to hear the words. Like, I don't care. Just yeah, preach, will you? Don't care. Yeah. All right. So, let's hey, brother D'Angelo, it's good to see you too, and I'm glad to catch up with you, whether you like it or not. Yes. Hi out there. And how's it make you feel? I visited your son and your grandkids before you did. That's mm. not right. He's hopefully he's coming down this. Well, you better get down here. Hopefully this year. Hopefully. Hey, the accommodations are wonderful, brother Kevin. I mean, the, the room we're staying in, king-size bed, our own bathroom. I mean, there, we had steak tonight, New York strips, USDA prime. Well. Come on. It's, Man. It was good. My wife does Woo. cook very, very well. So She does. She's, right. she's just great to us. Very yeah, much so. And Mike's okay, too. It's good. <laughs> just okay. Let's get on with this already. Let's, let's do it. So we're in First Timothy. Yeah. And we've been... Con- Going through here, you know, as some would call throughout the years, they would say, well, these are the pastoral epistles. You know, these are just uh, showing, you know, how to be a pastor. And um, and I think sometimes this this portion of Scripture here, when uh, maybe just taken out of context just a tad bit. So we're just going to read through it. And as we read through it, um, the very first thing that I notice, and uh, we'll, we'll start in verse number one, says, Rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father and the younger men as brethren. And it continues on. It's the same sentence, the elder women as mothers, the younger as sisters with all purity. And I think the first thing that I, I kind of wanted to bring up, and, and I think you're of, this, of the same mind, that this elders here is not talking about what some would call the bishop or the pastors. It would be, because um, it talks about men and women in this, and right well, in this very first sentence. takes care of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And so I think that's in in context of what we're what we're going to talk through this entire portion of this letter well to uh, be clear the bible never associates the term elder with the office of a bishop hmm. the okay. word the word pastor is something we kind of commonly use that's not really a heavily used bible term mm-hmm. the office not that there's anything wrong with it and if you're you know if the church is set up where the pastor is holding the office of a bishop mm-hmm. that's never commingled with an elder Right now, they do the same works at times, mm-hmm. and obviously, but to hold an office is not the same thing because actually, we're gonna, we, you would read later that if a bishop is outwardly wrong and against things, that he should be corrected outwardly and openly so that all may tremble. Right? Yeah, fear. So yeah. it's it's like there's there's this comes up. So it's this is obviously talking about. And, and it is talking to a young, because he's going to say, don't anybody despise your youth. Sure. Paul's definitely dealing with him. And, and it's important to understand, too, right? The Bible's not, no part of the Bible is written to anybody today. Hmm. It's written for all of us. Hmm. And that is, that, is, that is actually very, very important to understand, because if we, it, it's, it's not that this is for us. Every part of it, all Scripture is given for specific reasons, right? Exactly, yeah. And so this is written to Timothy. We know that. So that's why it's important to understand who Timothy is. Uh, back at our church, we're going through Acts. Mm. We're meeting Timothy for the first time, and we're yeah. going through understanding him. So it is important to understand him. And uh, and I think it's, I think it's as we get into this, he's like, look, young man who I've sent, who's grounded in the word and faith by his mother, his grandmother, right? Mm-hmm. You got to study, show yourself all these things. But he's like, look, you can't just berate. That word rebuke is like basically, you know, look to embarrass, mm. abrade somebody. You know, Timothy, you can't do that. <laughs> it's yeah. not something you can do. Is and I think it's true as well that every healthy church has young men, right? Mm. Like Timothy, that are brought up in the faith, coming up, and they want to lead. 
Mm. They want to be like Timothy. Well, you can't go around upbraiding the elder men in your church. It's not going to work. And that's what Paul's telling them here, right? It's yeah, like, they have that experience. Yeah. They have like that, you know, yeah, very, look, very and, much and so. And then right in verse 2, hey, those elder women, they're like your mom. Yeah. Treat them like your mother. Don't and, be. And, <laughs> what and, are you doing? And absolutely, because as it continues on, um, it really specifically gets with, um, I guess you would say that even though a widow could be a, a, a man as well, for the, mo- sure. mo- for the most part, uh, your widow, your widows will be uh, the ladies within that group. And it talks about that. It says, honor widows that are widows indeed. And I think it very it, one of the things I, I, when I read through here, it just doesn't talk about a widow. It specifically says a widow indeed. And you're like, okay, if you just stop there, you're like, okay, what does a widow indeed even Are mean? Are we past the description of a widow indeed yet? It gets down into it's it. It's into this area. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, and that's I why I said, it. so if we stop and stop reading at that portion, we could very well say, well, you're, we're every widow, we're supposed to take care of them. But the Bible keeps going. Paul specifically tells Timothy. Interesting thing you bring up there. I don't know if anybody caught that, but the Bible, talking about a widow could be a man, a widower, mm-hmm. that we would call him. The sure. Bible doesn't refer to a man as a widow. Mm. Because uh, in this, in this, and I'm pretty sure I think that's true. You know true, what? You're right. But I believe that, and, and the reason that is, is because a widow, in the context of what we're reading now, is someone in need, and a man is never to be cared for that can go out and work for himself. You this is a lady I, I, who can that needs. Mm. And it's even going to separate ladies who aren't widows. Why? Because they have men in their life that can help them, nephews, uncles, exactly. sons, daughters, that, that. So it's, it goes back to, and this is something so unpopular today. Mm. Uh, everybody fears away from this. Preachers do. They're, it's sad to watch mm. pastors fear away from this because the, the feminism movement in our nation, um, but the reality is men are to be over the woman in all, in all sectors yeah. in the church. Uh, there's pastors now who make a point about standing up and it's like, we value our women here. Don't, we're not put, you can teach. You can do all these things. You don't value them at all. Mm. You value growing a crowd. You hate them, and to be honest with you, wow, because that's not truth at yeah. all. Love and truth can't be separated. And the reality is, the protect. And this is another situation. That word "widow" doesn't have to be classified by a gender. The Bible's mm. like we care for those ladies, right, who have no one to care for them. Yeah, that's I'm, that's I'm glad. I'm, yeah, in in fact, as soon as you started saying that, like I was thinking to myself, I was like, wait a minute, these aren't talking about men. These are specifically talking yeah. about the women because men are, you know, obviously able to provide for themselves. Also. You know, practically speaking, you know, you know, men's life expectancies, I guess it's always been shorter than than ladies. I don't I don't know if that's always been the case, but it seems like especially back then, you know, you would have more men passing away. Um, you know, the culture, as it spoke, you know, like uh, they would be a little bit older than their wives more often than not, you know, because they would be more financially stable to have a wife and so forth and so well, on during this time. And I'll say, actually, I don't think that's any different than today. Mm. A healthy man typically is never single. Mm. A man who loses his wife at a young age and healthy, even in their 70s, that is healthy and young and has vibrant life left, they almost always get it for whatever well, reason. Well, yeah, we do think, see that. If you yeah. see that, I mean, it's just... For another, doing nothing by partiality. I skipped here, uh, verse number 19, I'm sorry. Against an elder, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. And that's the point I was trying to say, like... How would they know that somebody is living in whatever this sin? Because, again, it says there, uh, but before two or three, them that sin rebuke before all that others also may fear. Look at these two or three witnesses to this. They understand already what's going on with this brother, and they're not doing it 
for his destruction. Paul uses uh, several times in his letters so, to the churches there. What do you say to someone who says, okay, so now in verse 20, it says, to them that sin, rebuke before all, but we start off in verse 1, rebuke not an elder. Mm. So what would you say to that? I mean, what would you say to the critic that says, well, you know, the Bible says don't rebuke them, and then it gets down here to verse 20, and it's like, don't. Man, what in the world? It says to rebuke them before all. Yeah. What's going on? And I think that's because it says there in verse number 19, against an elder receive not an accusation. So it's not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. So it's not just somebody saying, rebuking you, I think that you're uh, whatever, you know, and just accusing somebody. That's why it says rebuke not an elder, but entreat him as a father and the younger men as brethren. It's, it's saying that, as you said before, that forceful, I'm coming against you without any kind of... I guess you would say the body, the rest of these two or three other witnesses that could even confirm that's even the case. So rebuke not an elder is not saying that you never do it. It's just saying, because in context, uh, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses. So once it's confirmed against an elder, receive not an accusation, but before two or three witnesses, them that sin. So it's confirmed rebuke. Before yeah. all, well, that also okay. A couple. Well, so a couple of things. So first of all, they're, they're not the same word. Um, rebuke in verse one is not the same word as in verse uh, twenty. Um, verse one is a verb of how you like trying to basically dress down a guy. Yeah, I mean, like you're trying to berate him. Exactly. In other words, it's the opportunity to embarrass. That's not what you're trying to do there. And so this is this is this is more of this word here. It's two different Greek words, and there's people that are like, "You don't need the Greek." I agree, but then you better have someone that can tread the corn in your life that's going to help you with this. Because mm. if you're going to read this, it does. If it's just simple, if you're going to say that the same word, it would be contradictory. Mm. But it is not because it's not the same word. The first word is an action of you're looking to embarrass. You're trying to prop yourself up because you're young and they're not, and trying to take up like an authority over them. That's the part of the letter. That's why it says here, take heed. And, and, and before we get into v- chapter 5, this is a letter. Before this in the letter, it says, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continue in them for in doing this. Thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Don't be embarrassing elders. Don't try to dominate an elder because you know more than him or whatever. That's, it's what it's, 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 this is the, the interpersonal relationship. Then it gets into the authority, though. Now look here. Timothy's not doing the rebuking now anymore. The body is. Mm-hmm. The body is going through, and it's saying, and this rebuke is different. This one is convict. This is a conviction. This rebuke is, hey, look, if if this man is guilty of sin before the witnesses and the other elders, two or three other elders of the church, other mm-hmm. men of that church, look at this guy. He's like, he is an open sin. He will not repent. He won't stop. We'll see this in First Corinthians when they deal with him. Yeah. Well, we may not together, but you'll see this if you read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, look, if that's true, then you've got to convict You've got to openly execute the judgment in front of everybody so that others will know just because you're an older person. And boy, if I've seen this already in our local church in the last three years, I've had men say, well, I could be your dad. And it's like, well, that's okay, as they're living in sin. And it's like, I, I, okay, your age doesn't give you a pass. Yeah. It says here, you better make sure that openly... You let these other, and by the way, I don't think, t- I don't, I, I personally, as the pastor bishop, wouldn't do it. I let the two or three men do it mm-hmm. and say openly with broken hearts, this man's in sin. He is, he is guilty of mm-hmm. living in the flesh without mm-hmm. any seeming repentance. 
we can't deal with. And that's what they have in First Corinthians, right? And then, but the man repented, and exactly he was, that's why he you was, read Second Corinthians, yes. and the, yeah. the, he is restored. But that is a difference there. That's not the same word. If you look that up, you'll yeah. see it. I think one's nineteen sixty nine and one's nineteen sixty one. As far as your concordance will get you the Greek word, but it's 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 not the same word. Right. It's it's a it's one is a in, treatment in, in of concept. interpersonal communication, and one is a conviction or like a law word of like, hey, he's guilty. You've got to make sure all the men know this ain't okay. This can't be right. And I think, and, and I'm not pushing back on what you're just saying here, but again, I read that in you know just as a you lane. can get that without it, it, exactly it. because it does. But you're treading the corner. Yes, what you're it, it it shows there the the sin rebuke. That's the that's the key phrase that that shows me that even though it's you know obviously there's different roots behind it, there's different contexts in between it. The same word rebuke, you can tell the first rebuke is that. The second one is is different without seeing a different word there. It's still used in a different context, and that's all I was trying to say there. No, you're um, exactly right. Absolutely right. I just wanted to make sure your listeners know that isn't the same word. Right. And it's 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 something that, and by the way, I mean, just from pastoring a small group and just Bible studies we have throughout the week, I'm telling you, people read this and they're just like, I don't understand. This says rebuke twice. I mean, they just, and I and your listeners, I want to make sure they understand. It's yeah. just not the same word. It's not just it's not just because we're we're, it's not just because me and you are reading this and going, oh, well, we have this superpower because we have some divine inspiration of understanding you don't. It, it's the fact is, if you just look at it, and I do I do agree with you, actually just reading it and understanding it as a letter. Yep. But if people read just chapters at a time or read this like these little monetary, you know, like these uh, yeah. these little scripture. One like, verse at a time or something. Things, like whatever, to get through a Bible reading, they're going to be like, what? You know? Yeah, yeah so they take it, understand. it is taken out of context. And that's why it says, you know, you know, well, just misunderstood because sure. it's different, you know. Anyway. Uh, getting all right. So, I are you an elect you. angel? That's what I want to know. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, if we're going to get into that again, uh, once no, we, we don't have time. We don't have to. <laughs> but angels you. aren't always you know, <laughs> okay, an elect and all that kind of stuff. No, we're not getting into that. But hmm. I charge thee before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, verse number twenty-one, and the elect angels, that thou observe these things without preferring one another or one before another, doing nothing by partiality. And boy, don't you see that in Philippians, and, you know, as you said, let this mind be in you, that Christ didn't prefer anybody over anybody else. And he often got, you know, accused of, you know, as, you know, they try to get him on, hey, you have, what have they said, you know, you dine with uh, publicans and sinners and all these other kinds of things. And um, I'm thinking of the verse right now where Jesus came. I say, you know, came to seek and save that which was lost. But not just that. The the it says talks about the physician. They need no need of a physician. Um, and anyways, but lay hands suddenly on no man. Let's get back to this uh, verse number 22. Neither be partakers of other men's sin. Keep thyself pure. Now, when you see lay hands suddenly on no man, I'm just going to ask you the question there. Um, it seems like to me lay hands suddenly on, on, on no man. I've heard this used in several different thoughts on this. So I'm going to ask you what you're thinking on lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partakers of another man, men's sins, keep thyself pure. Um, let me just ask what your, what your thoughts are on that. Just really quick. What do you, what, what do you want me to get like, thoughts on? Well, lay hands suddenly on no man. Um, because I've like, uh, what does just, it mean? Yeah, like I, I would, I've heard it said, you know, like this is like for those that are the when it's used in the context that these are pastors, right? You know, lay hands suddenly and like confirming somebody suddenly, like no, you haven't seen not that, what it's saying. right? It seems like to, and then I've also heard that that's it's, not my opinion. It's just if you look up lay hands, I mean, it, the, the the translation 
into our into our language here, it literally means don't just grab somebody out of quickly, shaking them right. It's literally it was it was like a violent abrasion. Sure, and and that's why that's I'm saying in context, I'm trying to. I'm trying to kind of bring out the point here that this is in clearly in context is not talking about once again the pastors or confirming a man suddenly. I, I've heard all sorts of different teachings on this, but in context, as we've been talking about, it is what we've been t- speaking about about the uh, two or three witnesses lay hands suddenly on no man, you know, because it says right there when you finish it up, neither be partakers of other men's sins, keep thyself pure. It seemed like to me that the if you laid hand suddenly on somebody, you're doing what verse one is talking about, as opposed to what verse number twenty is talking about. Doesn't that, doesn't that make sense to you that it, now that you know? Well, the verses the verse is contrasting two different things here, right? So, I, okay, so as it ends in twenty one, it says doing nothing by partiality. So I'm saying, you know, getting back to we don't prefer each other based on personality, based on wealth temporal things. Hmm. He's saying you, you treat everybody the same, but what by what standard? The word of God. And then he says, don't don't just suddenly go grabbing a man, go after a guy. And it's figurative. There's some figurative language here. Sure. I mean, I, I think it obviously you shouldn't do that either. But obviously a man in the spirit doesn't physically go after somebody. But he's saying, you know, hey, don't just don't just erratically start shaking someone, but hey, but neither be partakers with them either. Mm-hmm. Don't just don't don't yoke up just because of that. I'm not saying to yoke up with them. I'm just saying, hey, don't be so quick to to lay into them, but don't be a partaker of it either. Keep yourself pure. Yeah. Okay. And, Very and, good. And and if you go to if you look this up, Ephesians five, six and seven, I think it's it's somewhere in there. Ephesians five, you'll see where he talks about this uh, this vain glory, vain words. Mm. Trying to it talks about don't let don't get lost in that. Don't get lost in people's vain words. You know, as a as a leader in the church, as a man of the church, as, or as a man in anywhere, and th- this would work in your job too. Don't get caught up in the flattery, vain words from whoremongers and all these people. Don't get. And this is what happens a lot of times: is when we care about growing the church ourselves. Mm-hmm. When we're trying to grow a church, we're trying to get the right members in our mind in this body. You start to do those things, and those vain words. Oh, pastor, what a sweet service! What a good time! Oh man, what a message! Mm. And then their life is just awful. Hmm. Don't be part. Don't, hey, don't don't just go grab. You know, hey, let's not treat it like that. Yeah. But don't man, don't you don't you fall in line with them? Do you think that goes back to First uh, Timothy three when he's talking about striker? You know, like seems like uh, somebody that's striking out quickly. Yeah, it could be because uh, I also, if you uh, watched some of the past one that it, it did talk about striking, be quick to strike a deal, you know, kind of thing. But I think that's just interesting. And uh, really quickly, just finishing up here, we're, we're coming up on... <laughs> kind of goes in a whole different direction here, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. Did you it bring does. out the Chardonnay? Where's that at? <laughs> no. Are we, no, we're not having a Chardonnay? I no, thought we are going to practice no. what we're preaching here. No, no, My no. stomach hurts, brother. No, <laughs> this this whole thing. <laughs> I, I, You know, we're over an hour, so we're not going to oh, is dwell. That a lim- are we limited? Do we need what? to stop? Well, I do want to go in and, and uh, while Millie Grace is still awake. So. Oh, you want to say goodnight to your children? I do. So, uh, But it says, drink no longer water, but use a little wine for thy stomach's sake and thine, um, and thine often infirmities. And uh, once again, people want to say, well, see, this justifies drinking. But again, read it for what it says. Um, a little wine for thy... It wasn't talking about like this majorly alcoholic, very high concentration of alcohol kind of thing. They, just by culture, they drank grape juice, right? And but it did big, a little the, bit of fermentation, a little bit, 
settled the stomach down. Yeah, and I don't think any of that's the point. Well, I think I think the biggest point is, didn't we just read, or well, I did, didn't in Acts Paul had an ability to send a handkerchief and heal people? Mm, why sure. didn't he do that here? Yeah, why didn't he heal Why didn't Timothy? he just heal Timothy with sending him a handkerchief? Mm. I think we're missing the point. I, the, the point here, he is dealing with doctrine, the church, the local church. Jesus isn't, Jesus. God's not throwing this in here as an accident. Mm-hmm. Why was not Paul able? I mean, look, this we know from reading the Scripture that no one, zero person, was closer to Paul than Timothy. Right. Paul was never married. He he called him his son. Yep. Okay. That's very very close. Paul Timothy apparently had no dad as far as raising him. In the picture, him. yeah. And he, they knew he was a Greek, but. Yeah. Uh, or was his wife, as his mom, a Greek? One of them was a Greek. But anyway, right. his dad was not in the picture of his heritage of being a Christian because he, he gives credit to his, the women. And mom and, and grandmother. Yeah, yeah and, 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 you know, it's like obviously these women were grounded in the faith, uh, grounded in the scriptures, and just had Timothy ready for God's work, and God knew this. He sends this to him in a letter. He could have put a handkerchief in there with it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't he? Yeah, the prayer handkerchief, you know. But, well, but it was real in Acts. It was because God, he was an apostle. God actually said, it says by the hands of Paul, God did miraculous things that they could send his parchments and his the paper itself should have been enough. But Paul wasn't the one who was doing it. God was. Mm-hmm. And it was also back in Acts, he was proving a point to the Jews and to the followers of Christ. Exactly. Signs that he's yeah. like, I know Paul, I know Jesus, I don't know you guys. Yeah, that uh, You can't just say guys, the name <laughs> Jesus and do what you want. So I'm yeah. just saying, don't miss the greater picture here. Mm. Things have changed. The gifts have changed. The things have, God, and by God's standard, by God's choice, the church has started. The, the, the worrying about living longer and all that has, has changed. Mm-hmm. Paul has now brought this new attitude from the Holy Spirit, obviously by God himself. This is God's word. Yep. But he used Paul to bring this new attitude that it ain't about living here. Mm-hmm. We're ambassadors of another place. We want to go home. Mm-hmm. So living is Christ, dying is gain. He sends this thing to Timothy and says, hey, have a little wine. I know you're sick. I know you got infirmities, man. Just We're going to get there. Yep. Wait a minute. Just heal me. No, 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 no. no. It's not what it's about now. Yep. It's about Romans 5. Now we have peace with God. Even through tribulation, we rejoice. Amen. That's the difference. So don't miss the great. This isn't about drinking alcohol. Yeah, exactly. Any spirit-filled person who's reading this is not going, hey, sweet, I can get drunk. That's just just ridiculous. (laughs) I know. And and let me say this. I don't want to be funny. If you're listening and that's where you're at, just understand you're nowhere near where you need to be. Mm. You You need to drop the pride and actually go to the Word of God and just let it say what it says. It's not giving you permission. This is a sick person. Who was using medicinal alcohol, right? Natural to be able to yeah. work. Yeah, that's all it was. Yep. And then uh, verse twenty-four. That's that's exactly right, brother. I appreciate you bringing that out. And it says some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment, and some men they follow after. There we go. Who are they following after then? Yeah. Hmm. Sad. Likewise, also the good works of some are manifest, clearly seen, right beforehand, and they that are otherwise cannot be hid. Hid from who, brother? Those people within that local body that see those things. Once again, confirming and knowing that the ends of this person's conversations match what they're saying. And they're not following after. And some men, they follow after. These other ones that follow after going into the world, following after Satan. Some men's sins are open beforehand, going before to judgment. And some men, they follow after. Yeah, if you want a list of those things of how God would say it, 
Galatians uh, chapter um, 5, starting verse 19 through 21. That's the works of the flesh. And then starting at 22, those are the fruits of the Spirit. Fruits of the Spirit. And yep. that's what he's getting at. Yep. He's referring back to some men, this is their fruit, this is their work. Other men, this is their fruit, and this is their work. And that's why it's... Uh, and, and by the way, it's, it's, if you, as you're listening, you, you should want someone to help you understand, make sure that's where you're at. Nobody should be so full of pride, be like, I don't need anybody to confirm me, man. I'm, I know I'm, what, what is that? Mm. That's scary. That's a scary place to be. So, and that's not of the spirit either. The spirit of God doesn't lead you away from God's word. It says what? It says that's the one after Satan. Yep. I mean, I, I hope people listening that are doing that, I hope they understand that they can be sincerely in pride, loving the King James Bible, going after Satan. Mm. I hope they understand that. If you're not because if you're not doing it God's way, it's not if it's not God's way, whose way is it? <laughs> I mean, there's only two sides, right? Right. It's like, and so that that makes me be like, whoa, I want to be around men who love the word of God and are actually doing what it says so that they can keep confirming that I'm in the faith, that I'm doing this. It's a confirmation. It's not that I need it's not for my salvation, it's for my life to live. But I'll tell you, it yeah. It's a scary thing. To, it you, is. You need to. Be, that's what it's for. This this body of Christ is here to keep those who are in the body, you know, in the right path, in the right way. And as I keep yourself you know, pure, love that's it, man. Just, just love it. If yep. you got, and if you have a pastor who's treading the corn, man, labor with him, <laughs> please. <laughs> exactly. And I'm not talking about you know I'm not talking about teaching a Sunday school or you know outward labor. I'm talking about go and man get close to the guy. Yeah. Get in his life. And and just love him and let him love you, and cart and guard each other. Let him care for your soul, man. It's just a great thing. Don't waste Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So thank you for going through First Timothy five with me, brother. I appreciate that. I loved it, man. I wish yeah. we didn't have to stop. I love it. I could, you well, you know how we are. We can get in the Bible. And just keep yeah, going. we'll keep going all night. But uh, we are going to kind of wrap it up here with that. And uh, once again, thank you for coming down. Hey, thank you. Hey, I, I really appreciated the fact that you just came to visit. And then you said you'd, uh, you would be willing to do this, so I appreciate that. Anytime Absolutely. I can have somebody on, because it really does help me. Um, because, again, several different times tonight, you know, I was like, um, you know, and you say, hey, keep reading there. And, and we were able to kind of confirm within each other, and you it's can push me. It's a miniature version of what church should look like. Very, a very small very version. This isn't church. I'm not saying that. No, no. I'm glad it's not. No, but it's a miniature version of. And, and by the way, if you're watching and you're a pastor, if the only thing that's going to your church as far as teaching is just you talking, it's probably not gonna. It's probably not helping you out. <laughs> get get some feedback from your elder men. <laughs> Work these things out. Amen. Yeah. All right. So we're we're gonna wrap it up there. And thank you again for joining me here on Let This Wine Be in You. Um, we remember, I'm trying to get on um, uh, Brother Lockhart. Uh, pretty soon here from Beams, and uh, be looking forward to that. But um, and also um, as a way of just previewing, uh, part six and seven of the Millennial Rain series will be hopefully coming out uh, prayerfully this weekend. I'll be able to get them done and uh, uploaded and everything like that. So thank you again for joining me here and let this mind be in you and Brother Michael D'Angelo and uh, here again with Brother Aaron Clark and uh, saying to you, God bless you. Follow the Word of God. Let this mind be in you. As it, as it was in Christ Jesus, and that's what it's all about, the Word of God, and just follow that. Let this mind be in you. All right, God bless you. I'll see you sometime soon.